mythical episode. Where are you going to go? Are your earlobes pierced? And what about your penis? And what about your butthole? Piercing stuff since 2018. Accidentally fasting. That was 2019 we started. Well, but, I mean, the idea came about mm. in 20, December 2018. So I think it's fair to say that. Established 2018. The yeah. website was up in 2018. Nah, same 2019. No. Hey guys, what's everybody what's talking Welcome back to Accidentally Fast. The musical. Yeah, it was going to be a musical episode. I have to write the lyrics and I don't feel like doing that. Well, so we wanted to talk about all the stuff that we've been doing lately that, um, like, we've been we've been talking about, um, you know, uh, we've been uh, working on... Um, Stop. Yeah, we've kind of been sitting around doing nothing. So, we no, we have a lot of uh, cool stuff that, that we've been doing that we kind of want to share with the podcast listeners, because we feel like that's uh, our only outlet to anybody in the world. Oh, my God. But... So we've got the album that we've been talking about for a while, uh, Surf Brush, and um, I'm working on an EP, a techno type, excuse me, yeah. thing. Whatever, dude, you've, you've burped so many times on this podcast. Nah. How many, how to fuck up your podcast, volume 283. Anyway, so we figure we'll talk about some music and we'll throw some actual songs in and, uh, you know, one in the middle maybe and one at the end so that... You know, you get a little listening taste of what... And they're really rough, you guys. Like, I, like, I want to make these songs perfect. I think my... I have never recorded so much before. I normally will record and I'll get super embarrassed and hate my voice. So, it's been a work in progress. And, like, also, um, I have a nice mic and we weren't using the nice mic. And then I just start using it and then I feel like I still need to kind well, we of didn't practice the, on how the... to use it or sing, you know, the best controls for it and whatnot. So anyway, don't judge. You know, it's very rough. Well, so first we didn't have a way to use that microphone. Like yeah. my, my Chromebook wasn't, it doesn't, it doesn't have drivers for the interface that we needed for the USB XLR to USB because it's an XLR microphone plus phantom power for the microphone because it is a nice mic and it does require a little bit of something something to get going but um, yeah so we have for the past couple years on and off worked on different projects that we've never really finished um, we had a Twin Peaks themed album that we were doing way back in the day like three four years ago that I'm just starting now to do the guitar and bass on. And um what why did we decide to do the the I guess I wanted to do um a not vaporwave but like a surf cyber synth retro wave. I'm not sure. Well, I think cuz I always <clears throat> say I love like surfy guitars, you know, like I love uh what's that type of music that the old like surf like yeah, just rockabilly. Rock. Yeah, uh, or like yeah. rock. I don't know, like psychobilly. I don't fucking know what it's called, but I always liked that sound. Um, and I feel like David Lynch uses that type of guitar sound. Yeah, like the Roy Orbison type stuff. And but um, 
So we we were working on the Twin Peaks album a long time ago, and it kind of fizzled well, apart. You don't have time when you're work, both working full-time, you know? And then you're, all your energy goes to a job. Like, yeah, Alex is working full-time, but now we're home, and we need it. I mean, when you're taking care of a baby all day, you kind of go insane, so you need some sort of creative outlet. And you have a... I mean, it's not that you have more time. It's just, uh, I mean, you're home all day so. well and there's only so much like thought power or willpower or whatever that you can put into a project or something like and like i've always worked on music i've been making music my whole life and like recording and doing dumb shit but i took a couple years off after the last band that i was in i i quit that in like 2012 at the end of the world 2013 i don't know and then i i went off on my own and did a, did that for a couple years and was like Dude, DJing should, and producing like, play around town. Mud octave stuff. You like, said that before. I think we should just do like a snippet so they can get into Maybe. the mind of you. No, I don't know. The mind of me when I was sixteen, but um, and like alone and and a, a solo artist or whatever, but and weird. But anyway, um, so then I took a long time off and I was writing and stuff. But music is like special. In the way that I think you can, you can improvise and record it and then go back and it involves like time as an art form and not, you know, movies do too, but I don't consider movies to really be on, on a whole, like the same experience emotionally as most music. Like, yeah, there are artsy movies and they might make you think about a situation and it's true. Like I just watched, um, that Philip Seymour Hoffman movie love liza or whatever mm -hmm. and that was really good and it inspired a lot of thought but then like that's it like i'm not gonna go watch that hour and a half movie a hundred times and feel different things each time because it's there's so much uh sensory stuff that's forced on you i think like visually audio and you know they they really in movies I think they kind of confine your perspective to exactly what the filmmaker wants you to see versus in music where you can you can play with things so that there's like audio illusions and stuff like that and you know I think that it's just a different sort of experience that that you know that's why it holds that special place for me for making it but you know also it's so easy to lay something down record it and then move on and it's a very temporary and impermanent practice too yeah and you brought up an interesting thing you're talking about a sensory overload and i guess that's why i wanted to work on music because i just feel like when i had fox um i was just you know i would just constantly be on my phone like because he would only sleep on my chest for like the first two months of his life so i'd be on my phone constantly or I'd be watching movies or like always using my eyes and I just wanted to uh, use my throat <laughs> but I just wanted to do something you know that was gonna um utilize another part of my fucking brain and like just and I've always wanted to I always wanted to be a famous singer daddy I always did mm -hmm. like I never got to do anything because I just because once I'm doing something I'm totally engrossed in it I'm totally just like uh, like with work, like that's all I care about. I become very like obsessive and perfectionist or 
school. That's what I would. So it's like this is like the first time that I've had a long time to figure out what I want to do, what makes me happy, and then um, explore that side of me. Because I've been stringing, you know, forever. I mean, I've done different random things, but it was just mostly like really small shit, you know? Well, and that was originally how we connected was like through music and, and when we were, you know, back in the day and we were like, oh, what's, you know, because yeah, we were at that ra youth radio show. And we I would were both play my music stuff. and you'd play your music and mm -hmm. I'd be super snobby to you, you'd be super snobby to me. But yeah, that's like, we were both passionate about it, like, which, you know, it's, I never realized that there weren't people like that. I just thought that was a norm. Like, people were totally obsessed with music and had a million or, you know, constantly searching for new music. And it turns yeah. out it's not as common, you know. I think, I mean, maybe it's when you get older, too. I think it's a less of a thing. Like, I definitely don't have as much time now to discover new music as I did when I was younger. And, like, well, and it's music also hits harder, you though. very differently as it did when you were younger, you know. Yeah. I think, though, like, searching for music now, there's so much out there that to find, like, the stuff that's really good that you really like is really difficult. Mm -hmm. I I have trouble, like, even if I'm cruising Bandcamp, like, I'll find, you know, an, an EP or whatever with one song on it, and I hear it, and that's their default song, and, it, and it's like, oh, dude, that's fucking awesome. And then you listen to the rest, and it's like 40 minutes of mm -hmm. silence or whatever, some fucking weird shit. Well, I think, like, um, what I used to do to find... Well, so what I do now is usually I listen to KEXP, like, on a certain day. And it kind of sucks because, you know, they'll have, like... You know, they'll play... Um, on certain days, they'll play um, indie music or whatever. Just, you know... Uh, he distracted me because I was scratching my Music? <laughs> they'll play music, that I, certain kinds of music that I like. Um, and, but still, like, there's a lot of shitty songs I have to, like, sit there and listen to. So normally, I, I would go to work and have that playing in the background, and, um, I would listen to it all day, and I'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll screenshot that, you know, so I'll remember to, like, download the song later. But now it's kind of harder to do. When I was, like, younger, what I used to do is, uh... Just figure out the bands I liked influences. That's how like Nirvana, like the Pixies, Velvet Underground, Mud Honey, all you know, all of them I found through Nirvana. And then it's just kinda like then you're on music message boards and then that's how but I don't you know, you don't have time to do all that. Well shit and also now. like social media killed that. Like they I think in my opinion, you know, MySpace and Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and all that shit, dude, like you used to go to a certain space. For a certain reason. Yeah. And now you're one place for everything. And so you, then even then that gets drowned out. So you lose a lot of like valuable content by consolidating the services like that. And like you really just operate in the experience online that they want you to. Yeah. Like message boards like they I mean, yeah, there's some like yeah, like there's like what to expect for pregnant women and that's still popping. But like. As far as music message boards, I mean, now they have a Discord well, and, and stuff, but... Um. Well, yeah, but Discords are just chat rooms, I think, with audio and yeah. text, so, like, but Reddit, like, was almost that, and then turned in, when Condé Nast, Condé Nast, Condé Nast bought them, the, the, the media company that owns, like, Wired and shit, like, that was the end of all that, and then when, I think... 
they became because they're they're owned by a subsidiary now of that company. It's just you know there's too much. Well, yeah, and it's like those small like the sub. It's just interesting because I just joined the Elliot Smith subreddit, and all it is is people's shitty covers of Elliot Smith. And it doesn't really have a lot of peat. Like, it's just not a thriving community. Shout out to you if you made one of those covers. <laughs> so, like, because <laughs> um, th there was a message board called Sweet Adeline that was huge. I don't know if it still exists, but, like, um, my friend used to go on there. She made a ton of friends on there. But, like, that was, like, a huge, fun Elliot Smith community. I don't know if it still exists, but I don't know. Yeah, you're right. Like, now that everything is so fucking... Well, like they're distracting you. Picks, like nothing is specialized enough. Like know? the thing that the, the, one of the things that I took away from the Hope Conference that I was at a couple of weeks ago was that, you know, um, white men are designing the internet for you based on what they want, and and they want you to experience. And it's not necessarily like, you know, in some cases it absolutely is. Like I'm gonna force people to do this, but in in software and stuff like that, like you. You design it in a certain way based on apps and, and sites that have, that have existed before, right? You say, I like these features, and they seem to be used a lot, so we're going to put these features in my app, even though the, the purpose is different or whatever, which is what's... Like, you see it now on a, on a really quick scale with, like, TikTok, and now Instagram has responded to TikTok with their, like, vids or whatever it's called. I don't know. What do they have? They, they put out something that's supposed to be, like... Instagram's response to TikTok, which is basically just oh, Periscope God. or um, I don't have Vine anymore. <laughs> but um, but no, like I mean, I think that's not taken into account in a lot of software development things. Is like it's one demographic, right? It's a it's a white dude from California or whatever who's designing all the software for us. And I don't mean to rag on California because we just had it, but it's but it's true. Like that's where Silicon Valley is, or it's Seattle or Portland. Um, you know these these big companies in these cities that have a certain demographic and that de demographic is developing software globally. And if you think about it, it's, it's a minority globally and their needs and desires out of software aren't necessarily what we want. And so it's sort of destroyed a lot of the stuff where like now you'll see like matrix and element chats and IRCs are coming back and stuff like that for specific purposes. But even then, those are for, you know, a specific demographic. Like, not everybody in the world is going to go and log into an IRC yeah, for even in my techno nerdiest, or classical music or whatever. Even in my nerdiest days, like, everybody used to go on that and I still was, like, super turned off by it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, anyways, I feel like we went on a big old... That's cool, dude. It's, I mean, but but that's, like, how our, how we lost our value in sort of music and this ongoing search for it and stuff like that. Like it's partially because of, um, the way that our world online has been, because that's where we searched for music before, right? Yeah. Like it's, even it's, they've like, designed it to be more difficult because it's, we started killing companies. Well, like even MySpace, that's how I found a lot of cool songs too. Cause I would go to like cool people's MySpaces and be like, Oh, you know, I never heard that song, you yeah. know, and it would just yeah. automatically play whether you liked it or not, right. which I thought that was cool. Like, well, everybody talk shit about MySpace. Yeah, it was annoying, but it was a way, it was so much more individualized than anything else. Like, I don't know, dude, like. Right. The thing is, is like now people have been talking for the last couple of years about how eventually we'll just have our own websites 
and you know everybody will drift away from consolidated centralized services and basically like i'm gonna have my website and I'm going to share all my content in Do my really blog. Do you think that, though? Because I don't think the egomaniacs would allow that, though. You know, like... Well, they can't stop it with the defedist federation, decentralization. You know, that's how it was before social media. Right, So right. why would it go back to that? Well, that's what the movement of the Fediverse or whatever is. Um, you know, Mastodon, Pixel, Storm, or whatever the fuck it is. I don't know. But... Like, a lot of that stuff is, is meant to do that. Take back and decentralize so that companies don't have control over our experience. And open source is another I mean, way to... it would to... have been cool to have Lance on here because he was, like, he always talks about... Because he's... I don't want to age him, but he, what is he, 37 or something? So, like, he was in a band, you know, and in a metal band and open for big bands and stuff and like had this different side of music and now it's just so different well now he's playing witch house music not metal but you know he can talk well, even, about i mean they like opened for the... green jello and pennywise and like a bunch of other bands in, in the sunshine and stuff and yeah but yeah um but to go back to us like um we are working now on a, a pretty wide variety of projects like we're working with lance on something that we haven't really decided what it is yet we haven't it's not we've only had two practices so it's not like we're moving ahead fast but uh like i said i'm working on like a sort of techno-y thing and and you know we're working on the surf brush stuff and then we're gonna have some other stuff coming along so uh what we'll do is right now we will play um one of the surf brush songs because they're a little bit shorter than mine and we'll come back in uh, three and a half radio minutes or whatever it is.
Ooh. Man. Wow, that was like such a great ride. Feels like being on the beach. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, the yeah. funny thing is like those, the, uh, you know, I think I did the music for those songs in like a week. I think it was really quick. Yeah, you were pumping them out. I did like one one a night, and then on the weekends I did two or whatever, and it's it's only nine songs. But then I and then the next week I recorded the bass and guitar. But that one is called Surfbrush, I think Crest Sun. I don't remember. Where did you write? I think it's on Crest Sun. <laughs> did you type those? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, um, that's my favorite song, but. I listened to a million, I hate my vocals on it. I just, the first, wait, what did I not like? Oh, the first chorus. So just ignore the first chorus. Well, it's, it's, it's funny because like I'm not an audio engineer. For as long as I've been working on stuff, I've not really delved into like equalization and compression as much as I should have. And so some of the audio is, you know, I would say anything that's like an imperfection or whatever is probably the equalization or something like that. I don't know. Also, I was chewing gum when I was recording. Just kidding. The whole when time. I was in choir in high school, like the choir teacher was like, "Katie is an excellent singer, but she needs to work on her uh, posture, and she chews gum too much." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, those. I don't even think. Remember, you weren't allowed to chew gum though in school. Were you allowed to in high school? No, I don't think uh -oh, so. Oh, why was I doing that? Wait, that's so stupid that we couldn't chew gum. Why? You can't wear hats. That's not true. You could, you could chew gum in high school. I think in, in Gallipi, we were allowed to uh, chew gum and wear hats. People chewed wacky tobacco there. Yeah, that was a fucking Wild West high school. Yeah. And, and but that, I'd, I'd say that, like, moving around so much as a kid really influenced my musical tastes. Like, having that time to myself because I didn't have friends when I would move somewhere... And then, you know, knowing that I would be moving within a certain amount of time and kind of removing myself from social circles during that period, like, and then the people that I met that were different and the, like, differences in the music in the area would have an impact or whatever, too. I think that, like, Gallup had its place in my, too big of an impact in my listening base, I think, because it was all metal. And I got stuck in the metal shit for a long time. And there's so much... I, I mean, I didn't, I never really strictly listened to metal, but there's, it just took up such a huge piece of my musical life that I don't know, even though I've never made any on my own. I don't believe in it. It's not real. Too many people eat shit and fuck goats in the metal world. Huh. So, uh, you're playing your music too, right? Yeah, I'm going to play one of my songs that I'm working on at the end because it's like seven minutes, so I don't want it to take up like talkie time, but um, that stuff, like, you know, I wanted musically to do something kind of simple. It's a what they call four on the floor, but, you know, I kind of think it's a little bit different, I guess. It's, it's really old sounding, I think. I think I sound like, I think it sounds like it's from like 2008 or some shit. Wow, I was shit. just looking at my debit card and it says that I'm a customer since 2008. Crazy. Wow, and my credit card number is... What the 
hell is that noise? Oh, an airplane? Yeah, that's crazy. You yeah. can We're inside our <laughs> normal recording room, and there's an airplane, and I can so, hear it in the headphones. And then Lance was also recording a music video in her house, so that was cool. Yeah, dude, that was really cool. That was fun to work on, like... And then, what, so, do you have the the deets about his he doesn't have them yet but there's gonna be it's blasphemy records and something else um is the label that lance is on um and again he's wraith haven and because they were supposed to do this big old rave w witch house rave or something scary ra i call it halloween vaporwave or scary wave but it's witch house and they were supposed to do a thing in the woods in this summer in wisconsin or illinois and because they can't, they're they're doing it online, which is cool. But so it's all gonna be YouTube and some pre-recorded, some live perf performances. And I guess there are some pretty big witch house acts there. But yeah, he's gonna be there, and we helped record his set um, Saturday, Sunday, and it was fun. It was a really fun experience. I didn't help because I was in bed. You know how it goes. So. Yeah, that was a bummer you didn't get to play along, but it was cool. We just set up his projector, set up a screen, blacked out the window, used his phone and my phone to both record video. Speaking of which, I have to send him that video that I took. And then um, he just did it. He ran through his set with his visuals, and, and he's gotten really good at doing visuals. They're freaking crazy. Yeah. And yeah. it's all, like, free shit from Pixabay or whatever that he fucks with and, like, Adobe Lightroom or Premiere or whatever the fuck it yeah, is that does the video stuff. Yeah, he just has really crazy ideas too, you know. So yeah, check it out. It's, it's cool AF. Yeah, I think maybe, hopefully we have the link in the next episode, in Thursday's episode, and we can post it in the description. And maybe we can have him on to do an interview to talk about it, because it would be cool to get him back on. Yeah, that's what I wanted to do, but what? oh well. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Um, but yeah, anyway, so I guess I'll we'll we'll lead out and unless there's anything you got that you want to talk about musically? Musically? Um no. I I I really like WAP by Cardi B and uh what the fuck? Oh, Meg the Stallion, What Ass Pussy. It's a good song and uh we will be playing that now. We should <laughs> cover that song. There's holes in this house. There's holes in this they, house. Somebody should cover it as a choir. Oh, I'm sure they did. Yeah, that'd be pretty funny. We'll have to go look for it, but we're not gonna we're not gonna uh, contribute to that kind of ha haberdashery. Yeah, I don't get ugh, fucking Illuminati. Anyways, guys. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to this episode. I know it was short, but hopefully you enjoyed the last song, which is uh, "Crest Sun" by Surfbrush. And this next song is. Um, by by me and I don't have a name for it. Oh, I do have a name for it. Uh, Ring on the wrong finger, I yeah. think is what I was calling this one. Um, so here is, and and I have a cheesy witch house name. It's oh, uh, Tolpa with a V, because it's got to be a V, because they do the funny shit. But yeah, anyway, um, thanks for thanks for listening to our Tuesday episode, our short episode of Accidentally Fasting. Don't forget. That in October, we have a new podcast coming out, Guns and Brunch. Oh, yeah. And that'll be at gunsandbrunch.com. <laughs> uh, and it's a it's a prank call only podcast. We're starting recording on that one, hopefully this week or next week, whenever we kind of get around What's to it. What's your name again? Daryl and I'm Maggie Mimosa. Uh, Tom Chode. <laughs> <laughs> Daryl. <laughs> yeah, Daryl's a good name, though. 
And then uh, swing on by to the link in the description to support us if you feel so kind. And don't forget, you can get your custom-colored Accidentally Fasting logo t-shirt at Amazon.com. You can, you can go to accidentallyfasting.com, and we've got a, a shop link in the menu, and you can go shop. And I always forget this. We have uh, on Zazzle or whatever, ping pong paddles. Uh, we have pint glasses, shot glasses, a bathroom scale. <laughs> like, we have so much shit on Zazzle. I just Zazzle. want somebody to buy the bathroom scale. All I want Pretty sure we have flip-flops, which I'm going to buy because I need to get AF flip-flops. Um, we don't have onesies though. We need onesies. Yeah, we do need onesies. Um, and there's all kinds of shit. So have have some fun. Even if you don't intend to buy it, go look at it because, you know, it's there. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny. Yeah. But anyway, enjoy this song, everybody, and we will see you later this week for um, the next episode of uh, Accidentally Fasting the Musical. Oh yeah, we'll finish it. I promise. Bye guys.
recording?